All right, folks, welcome to the next episode in the Fit at Home podcast, where when it comes to getting in the best shape of your life, there's no place like home. It's always a Matt Schifferly from the Red Delta Project with my co-host here, Al Painter, with our top tips, tricks, hacks, and resources to help you improve your home fitness lifestyle over the next week to seven days. Of course, that is one of the same thing, of course, isn't that? But uh, let's jump right on in, Al. We're uh, battling the weather here in Colorado. It's getting hot still, so our workouts are a little bit slow and sluggish. But uh, are things starting to cool off for you? Yes, mid-70s, sunny skies, little breezy. Uh, go ahead and hate me, internet. Mm-hmm. Northern California has amazing weather. <laughs> Amen. All right. Well, I tell you, there it makes you appreciate because it's not about being like tough and strong and stuff. You know, when I was growing up as a kid, I used to think that making myself hot and miserable and exhausted made me tougher when I was working out. But now I almost have the opposite where I was like, you know, I'm going to wait and do my workout when it cools off later on tonight, or uh, I'll uh, work out in an air conditioned gym. And yeah, the internet can hate on me and say I'm being weak and stuff. But you know, I always have better workouts when I do that because I don't have to put so much more effort into just staying cool. My body doesn't have to be working as hard to regulate temperature, I can actually put that effort towards, you know, like running and doing pushups and things that are actually productive for the workout itself, rather than just trying to regulate body temperature. Yeah, agreed. Agreed, agreed. It's it's such a big thing that people don't take that into consideration enough, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like there's good discomfort and then there's bad discomfort. It's not yes. always the same thing. Uh, muscle burning because you're doing your pull-ups, hey, that's fine but bad discomfort because you have the wrong pair of shoes or you're working out when it's 90% humidity at the high point of the day, like that, that doesn't help you. That's only no. kind of hold you back a little bit. Agreed, sir. Yeah. So that that's kind of a workout tip, but uh, really the, the workout tip that I have for this week is to observe and make sure that you're just kind of being mindful, AKA just pay attention to whether or not you have a very balanced approach to your workouts. Like, are you doing 20 million push-ups a day, but only 10 pull-ups? Or are you doing a whole lot of upper body training, but almost no lower body training? These are the sorts of things that I always look for whenever someone asks me what I think about their workout program. Like people send me emails and stuff like, this is what I'm doing, what do you think? Pretty much the only thing I'm really checking for is, is it fairly balanced? And if it is, then great, rock on. It's a pretty good routine as far as I can say, because that's usually the one and only thing about a routine that I see in paper that's just going to throw things off is, is it imbalanced where you've got way too much emphasis in one area and not enough emphasis in another area? And it doesn't have to be super, super like precise. Like I have to exactly the same number of sets and reps on pushing as I do in pulling and stuff. But it's just, do you have these discrepancies that get bigger over time that can lead to problems down the road? Uh, And oftentimes you'll hear people say things like a little bit more pulling to pushing and stuff. And that's not terrible, bad advice that, that can help and stuff, but just be mindful of it. Because if you do find yourself doing, especially at home, there's a lot of tendency to just do what we feel comfortable with or doing things that we just get in the habit of. And these imbalances can creep up over time where we're doing a million sit-ups or leg raises or crunches or something, but hardly anything for the extension uh, portion of what our body is capable of, our posterior chain, and then things can get really out of whack. So it's a good way to be 
preventative maintenance. Plus it just keeps things feeling really good because that a body that doesn't uh, operate in a very balanced way usually is more uncomfortable and inefficient and uh, less powerful in the workouts as a whole too. Yeah, I agree hundred percent. And if something starts to hurt people, stop. Just your body's letting you know, hey, I don't like this business. Please knock it out. So if you're involved in some type of challenge in only one plane of motion and things start to hurt, figure out why after you stop. If you need to, go get it checked. Yeah, yeah, definitely get it checked. Like, don't go to the internet. <laughs> like, I get no. a lot of questions from people. My shoulder hurts. What do I do? I'm like, I don't know. Get it checked. <laughs> go to a doctor. <laughs> like, how the hell am I supposed to know? Right? The internet's a <laughs> terrible place to self-diagnose almost anything go see a professional one-on-one for sure yeah yeah i agree <laughs> what's your tip of the week here al my tip of the week folks is something that's going to make your life really easy it's going to simplify things and i should probably apologize for that but i'm not going to and that is have a themed week in terms of i'm doing kind of like shark week minus the gonna need a bigger boat i've i've gone back to my uh nosk suspension trainer there and i'm doing a lot of stuff that i found in this really good book called suspended uh bodyweight trainer suspended training or something like that you could also go to i think what is it bodyweight training makes you smarter this guy out of colorado wrote it i don't know he's got he's got all these books about, <laughs> yeah he's got these cats and they're just the thing you know <laughs> so you go to matt's books his uh, bodyweight training book and go through all the suspension stuff in there if you want to to get different ideas but i just I needed to reprogram some workouts for the folks that I'm training. And I thought, well, let's, you know, let's, let's go into this book. I haven't checked it out in a while and mm -hmm. let's see what's in there. So I went through there and I wrote down the exercise and uh, noted what page it was on. And then I just went back to the book and did a workout. It was <laughs> 15 or 20 exercises, which don't ever do 15 or 20 exercises in a workout. <laughs> it was just kind of an exploratory one set kind of record how I felt after that set type thing. And then I used that, how I felt to put together the next workout, right? So I, I found a, a good set of five exercises and I did five times five and I felt a lot better. It made my life a lot more simple. And now I just have to go hang up the straps and go. And right now with the moving and, and kids home and all this other kind of stuff, I don't really have the time or the mental resources to dig really deep and program a really, really big exercise program. So I went back to NOSC. I just went simple with, I'm, I'm trying to really dial in my single leg hinging with the RDL stuff that you can do with the suspension straps. Um, my Y pulling, and I'm trying to really perfect archer pulls and push and mm -hmm. try to get that scapular depression and retraction to yeah. get some shoulder things to calm down. And oddly enough, it has because... <gasps> I'm using good form, people. You use good form and things don't hurt. <laughs> and uh, I'm just, I'm finding it really, really satisfying. I, I find that, you know, when you bite into a really just kind of, but chewy bagel, you know, mm. oh, yeah. and it's got like that satisfying chewing, you earned it feeling and you got lactic acid accumulation in your jaw mm. muscles there, even though, yes, I realize my jaw muscles work all the time probably too much but uh it's kind of like that there's just really just deep sense of satisfaction doing the body weight suspension stuff and really feeling the dots connect the right way and i like it that's what i'm doing this week pick something else on your neck of the woods there are people that you have at home you haven't used in a while and want to explore more movements with 
which is really the point, and go explore, deviate from the norm if you want to. That's fine. Explore, learn, get better. Yeah, I think that's great, especially in home training where we typically have a much more limited equipment base. So yeah. we don't have a, like a lot from a full scale gym, but most of us barely scratch the surface of what we can really do with what we have. So if you're looking at something like I got this medicine ball or I've got a pair of uh, 15 pound dumbbells or something, you go online and you look for new ways to use what you already have. One that keeps you from spending more money on worthless equipment that you probably don't even need. And two is it gets more value out of the stuff you've already spent your hard earned dollar for. So every exercise and every way that you learn how to use your equipment that gives you more bang for your literal buck. So that way your dollar goes further and you get better results for your investment that you've already made rather than needing to continue to make more investment in uh, basically you stay with what you've got. Yeah, and it, and it relieves stress. It really mm -hmm. does because once I figured out, okay, you know what? I'm just gonna hang these things up for the next few weeks. That's all I'm gonna use. The stress level just went. Yep. It went down. I look forward to it more. Yesterday, we were at uh, a park and Lillibean was on the playground. I put mine on a tree. So underneath this wonderful, beautiful redwood tree, and there was the nature component. It was sunny outside. People were there with their dogs, and it was just a, just a really wonderful scene. So there was that on top of the benefits of the exercise, on top of getting the vitamin D from the sun there being around the nature and the trees and it was late afternoon the sun was just it was starting to make its way down so it was just a really peaceful relaxing tranquil thing which was a great way to end a pretty stressful day i love it al love it and speaking of stress uh moving on to our next segment on dietary tips my tip is all about how to relieve more stress from your diet because that's one of the biggest things that uh, was a big turning point for me is realizing that a healthy diet is supposed to remove stress from your lifestyle, not add to it. And one of the most stressful things that I find that people make in their diet that's a big mistake is, isn't so much that they're trying to keep themselves from eating certain foods, although that certainly is part of it, but at the same time, they often find themselves forcing themselves to eat foods they don't like. A friend of mine one time, she just, doesn't like yogurt. Like you just can't do yogurt for whatever reason. Doesn't like the taste, the texture. Doesn't matter what kind of yogurt, whether it's Yoplait or Greek yogurt, just I can't do the yogurt. And yet every time she started to be like, I'm gonna get my diet healthy and stuff, she'd go out and buy yogurt. And I was like, why are you doing this? Well, and it's all because this expert says this is the best thing. And in this book, it was written that it was a superfood and that it's this. Who cares? Like there's no <laughs> monopoly on health and fitness for any type of food. There's almost nothing that you have to consume. So some expert says their favorite thing is this one type of food or tofu or tempeh or yogurt or steak or whatever. It doesn't really matter. The fact is, if you don't enjoy it for whatever reason, stop banging your head against the wall and trying to find some recipe to make it palatable so you can choke it down or whatever just get rid of it. And you say, but I need these nutrients that are in this food. You can get those nutrients 20 million other ways with other kinds of food. Find something that you do like rather than trying to force yourself to eat something that you don't like. I promise you, you're not missing out because you don't have a certain food in your diet. 
almost nothing out there is entirely necessary. And even if you're saying, well, I can't stand a lot of like iron rich foods, I just don't like them. Well, then go with a supplement route you know, where you have a pill or something. If you know you just need that one particular nutrient, well, just go with a supplement that'll supply it for you and you don't need to worry about that as well. But seriously, there's very little reason to force yourself to choke down various foods that you just do not enjoy eating. Yeah, 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 exactly. Mm -hmm. I got nothing after that because that was so well said, my friend. Thank you very much, Al. <laughs> what do you got for your uh, dietary <laughs> tip of the week here? My dietary tip of the week probably piggybacks off that just a wee bit in terms of relieving stress from eating. When you are traveling, if, if you're able to travel this summer, if it's safe for you to do so, do not freak out if you can't stick to your eating and nutrition regimen. Mm. It's okay. You, you deviate from the norm for a couple of days, get back on the horse when you get back, allow yourself to just kind of Maybe see it as a reward for months long uh, hard work, you know, but yep. just know that when you go on the road, unless you stay somewhere where you can prepare your own meals, you're probably not going to be able to find exactly what it is you've been eating as far as your routine goes. So just be flexible about it. You know, mm -hmm. don't get so tied to this thing and be so rigid that it's going to make you and more importantly, <laughs> I have learned the hard way and Matt, I'd be surprised if you have neither. The people around you miserable mm -hmm. because, oh, we can't go there because ABC. Well, how about, yeah, we can't go there, you know? And someone finally said, well, you know what? You just go, you have a goddamn glass of water and a <laughs> leaf of salad and shut up. We're going to enjoy our food. And I was kind of like, okay. <laughs> so just relax, people. Right. Just go, go have a burger if you can. Have, you know, if, it's possible for you to do it and not suffer some severe side effects. Do it. It's okay. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. It's typically your trip or your vacation is not going to be nearly long enough to really cause much of an influence one way yeah, or yeah. another. It is a little bit of a different story. If you are someone who does a lot of travel consistently, like someone who travels for work, I'm thinking. Yeah. Right. And we should do an episode Al, actually of fitness. That's not at home, like fitness, uh, tips for the traveler. But typically, yeah, if someone's on their two week vacation that they take once a year, 10 days or whatever, like, what do I do in my workouts? What do I do in my diet? I usually tell people, look, just let it go where, wherever it can. Sure, go for a walk on the beach. But when you try to be so rigid about things, it one, you're probably not going to stick to it. So you're just stressing out over something that's going to be next to impossible. And two is you're just going to compromise the vacation. You're there to relax. Yep. And if you can't relax and have fun and enjoy yourself because you're worried about where you can get the perfect lunch or something, it, you might as well just stay home because <laughs> yep. it's, it's going to be easier and less stressful to just stay home than to do that. So yeah, be flexible. There's a lot of mobility and flexibility you can have with your diet and exercise habits and still be perfectly fine. It doesn't need to be rigid and perfect all the time. Exactly. All right. And finally, our resource of the week and uh, my resource of the week is that this is a service that, uh, full disclosure, is one of the main sponsors here for the Red Delta Project, but it's a service that I've been using for several months now, and I really have come to appreciate it now. It's uh, letsgetchecked.com, and what it is is an in-home testing kit 
And uh, you can test yourself in the privacy of your own home for a bunch of things you would normally go to the doctor to get checked out for. So I've been doing it for uh, bi-monthly testosterone checks for myself, just to make sure things are all good and fine. I could probably do it quarterly or something. Every other month is probably still too often. But there's other tests they have, like hormone levels for both um, endocrinology for men and women. There's nutrient levels. Uh, they also have other types of like uh, whether or not you have imbalances in the blood work for vitamin D, iron, all these sorts of things. And I really like this service because these are simple tests that you can easily administer yourself. It arrives in a very discreet package. Nobody knows what it is or anything like that. It's super easy to do. I don't even like needles and I can prick my finger just as easy as uh, pie with the, the prickers that they have, uh, which is saying something, but it gets you uh, more likely to test and check these things that can be real hindrances to your health and wellness that you're just totally oblivious about. And for someone like me, like I don't like to go to the doctor, it's a pain in the neck to make the appointments and you got to travel there and you wait forever. and getting these simple tests is just so cumbersome to do it through the doctor's office. But when you go to the doctor's office, basically they just order the test, they administer the test and they send it off to a lab, which now you're doing exactly the same thing. You're just cutting out the middleman sort of thing. And it's a lot cheaper uh, if you're paying out of pocket from the doctor's office and you can check it whenever you feel like something may be low, like your iron levels or something. So link is down below. Once again, it is a sponsor for Red Delta Project. So it is an affiliate link. If you use that to uh, order a testosterone test or something, you will be helping to support RDP, which is very much appreciated. But uh, I can't tell you how much just more convenience there is to that. Because for me, especially, it's literally been the, the difference between getting checked and not getting checked and remaining completely in the dark on the status of my health. Damn, there you go. That stuff fascinates me. Just in terms of, I should, at the age of 49, that's probably information that to start looking into with some frequency yeah, and checking T levels and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. There's tons of tests. I can't, I'm trying to think off the top of my head exactly what, but there's like 30 different tests that you can send away for. So basically anything that you should know the status of at least once a year, you can pretty much do it through this and you don't have to go through the doctor and the insurance and all the other sorts of things. And never underestimate, these are also the sorts of things where if you can get checked and they're like, oh, it's a little bit low, that can make such a big difference in your health. And I was concerned initially that, oh, they're going to send this up and they're like, look, you have low this, we recommend this product. It's not like that at all. You literally send off your blood sample. They say, here are your results. Do whatever you want with them. Go to the doctor with it. You can uh, do uh, some research on what this means and stuff, but they're not going to like try and upsell a bunch of supplements and tea replacement and all that sort of thing. It's not a back-end way to just get you to buy stuff you don't really need. It's literally just here are the results kept in a confidential database that you can access whenever you want. You can do whatever you want with it to and bring it to any sort of experts that you like. Nice. Very mm -hmm. cool. So yeah. What's your resource of the week, Al? My resource of the week is uh, the, the sequel to my <laughs> tip of the week. Oh. Go get a suspension trainer, people, because if you need simple in your life, that's going to do it for you. It, yep. it, it's a lot cheaper. It's a lot more portable. Right? You can go anywhere and use it for the most part, as long as you're hanging somewhere. And it's just, it's a simple way to play. You can do, like, if you're a time crunch parent in particular, and you got the kiddos at home and all this kind of business, 
if you did, you know, I don't know, set a set a clock for five minutes straight, five push, five pull, five squat, mm-hmm. boom, for five minutes straight, minute off, five minutes back on, five push, five pull, five squat. That's ten minutes of total work, total body stress reduction. You love your family more. <laughs> not that you would ever not love your angels to the fullest extent of your capacity as a human. <laughs> But I digress. So real so, quick, so are you saying that if you don't buy suspension straps, you don't love your children? Is that what you're saying? Here? <laughs> New study. Um, <laughs> yesterday, I'm doing a session on the Zooms, and I see the cursor start going nuts on the screen. I thought, oh man, what's with my computer? No, we don't need this space right now. And I, I need some rosary beads and a priest to exercise whatever's going on. Yeah. And then I look in the house, and my dear sweet angelic daughter has this devilish little grin on her face. She's got the Bluetooth mouse and she's yep. moving it around the table because she knows it's doing something to daddy's computer. Yep. It's like, oh, okay, well played child. Timing was so good. Parent, but... Yeah, so at any rate, little tiny things like that can help you relieve some stress. But yeah, keep your life simple, people. Simple, 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 simple. Then get much more simple than moving your body as you have your hands or feet attached to something else. Yep, they're portable weight machines. That's all they are. You know, people ask all the time, if you were standard on Desert Island, what's your one piece of equipment? Suspension strap. Yep. Bar none, by a mile. Um, yes, yes. It's just, you, you're not gonna get more out of anything other than that. So, fantastic folks. Links to resources are down below, as well as uh, contact information and stuff. As always, I'm Matt Tripoli from the Red Delta Project with Al Painter here with our tips for uh, helping your home health and fitness. And if you enjoy these episodes, you get value in it, please do all the things that you're always asked to do, like, share, subscribe, reviews. It just helps out not just us, but everyone else who you know is out there. They're trying to make it go with their health and fitness at home. And even though the restrictions and COVID and stuff are being lifted, uh, there are a lot of people who need to or just choose to work out at home or not in a gym. And this sort of information can help them if it's helping you and it's good karma all around. So we sincerely appreciate your attention. Thank you very much. As always, we'll talk to you next week. Till then, stay strong and lead by example.